Hello, welcome back to another episode of Understanding Shand, a personal open diary of mine. This week I will be talking about a bunch of dating apps. A lot of people have voted for this, so here is the episode. Let's go. How have you guys been doing? I hear a lot of exams projects around the corner. We all know the hardship students go through. I can only wish you the best. Sweet rewards, uh, rewards, regards from a stranger. <laughs> no, not rewards. Regards from a stranger talking to you. Um, wait, so if you guys have exam and you are listening to this, what are you doing? Well, you know what? You can listen. It's, it's your time. You can, you can do whatever you want with your time. Okay, so the podcast building up, I'll tell you a little bit about my week, a little summary of the previous episode, and then uh, sometimes I mention some music advices, uh, which are my vibe, and then comes the main topic. So I am doing great. Currently, I'm two days already in France right now, southeast of France in this village. I'm not alone. The little Chi is with me as well. Chi is a short for Chihuahua, just so you know. So you know... Just before you go on a holiday, there's these extra, extra appointments, whatever it is. If it's work or friends, it's it's always busy just before you're about to leave. But it's okay. So team meetings and friends. Oh my gosh. So last week I've mentioned I had a dream that I was pregnant. I was carrying twins. And this time I dreamed that a girlfriend of mine is pregnant. Oh, do you know what this means? I'm gonna tell you a long story. Short, it means nothing for her, but it means for me that I am thriving. It means a spiritual evolution. I have become aware of my life. I am accountable for my choices and actions. It shows that I am an adult now and people around me will see the evolution I will be having. So people will have the tendency to trust me more. It also means that I am giving myself the means to thrive in projects. Well, well, so, okay, I want to talk quickly about the main subjects, oh my gosh, but I want to split out, uh, to spit out thoughts about previous episode, what I have missed uncovering and reflecting, so last week I was talking about how body odor and scent, like fragrance, affects the compatibility in dating and sex life, you could also say pheromones, but... Um, yeah, so it's a, such an intriguing subject, but I screwed it up slightly. I was thinking too much. Um, my explanation was a little vague as well, but you know, I, I, I don't know how I even function sometimes myself. But let me just say this, I tried smelling myself. Ladies, you have smelled your own underwear or poony. Don't fucking lie to me. Use the fingers to check if it's all good in the hood. Funky, musky, watery, yogurty, soury. What I'm trying to say is that I tried smelling my arms or my legs. Uh, what do other things of my natural scent? And I thought, you are what you eat. If I remember the scent of my sisters, then they all are so different, but somewhere also very the same. Obviously, they're, we're, we're family, but they are more like a group. And I would smell totally different due to the food intake. The sisters in Asia eat Asian their whole life. And I smell like bread and cheese. No, okay, joke. But I think I smell so much more deeper floral and woody. But for sure, very different from the sister groups. Also, I don't use deodorant ever. 
I have fragrance, but I rarely use them even. Honestly, by making review episodes, I find that a lot of people overuse fragrances and when I encounter them, it really just disturbs me, like I mentioned. For those three seconds that I smell it, it's like it really <laughs> distracts me. So imagine you are disturbing other people as well. It could also be that those people just love that fragrance or they are insecure about their own body odor. I just know the natural odor and scent of the partner should be soothing, familiar, safe and home. Oh, sounds so cute. All I want is no sex. I just want a lot of hugs and a soothing, safe scent, okay? <sighs> okay, let's go to the music part. So I was chatting with an old friend and, well, I mean, from like a very long time ago, and I got touched with our music similarities. I got inspiration of it and I'm sharing my vibe. It's basically a, a mashup. Um, no, it's a whole playlist of the 20s music, the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, all in one playlist. So to call out some some artists, one of the, the my favorites are, for example, Etta James, yes, and Doris Day, and Billie Holiday, and Frank Sinatra. Okay, so yeah, enjoy! Finally, we have arrived on the destination about the main topic for this week. You probably have seen already, there are two parts on this topic. I will be talking about the different platforms on meeting people and dating. I will distinguish them all and use my experience examples as well. You may have preferences on meeting people or you just don't care about finding love and you just use those platforms for the heck of it. How come you find these this way of meeting more suitable than the others? Nearly every day you make contact, but why are some moments more scarier than the other? Some environments of the idea of environment just scares you. So let's dive into the main questions I will be covering today. What are some examples of dating platforms? What is my platform preferences? And what are my future dating platforms? So let's start with answering them. So dating with a colleague or you got set up on a blind date or meeting through an app or are you going to volunteer on a TV program? These are different ways of meeting your date. Why was that? Why did you meet them there? Do you have a hard time approaching a stranger? Have you ever wondered what it's like dating online? Have you ever wondered what it's like being on a TV show? Yes, I have taken part in each of these dating platforms. What is it like to take part in each of this? I will be distinguishing them all by um, my experiences I've got. Let's talk about the naming of the platforms to distinguish them first. You have the open contact, then the setup, the online, and then the TV. An example of an open contact is when you, for example, stumble upon someone in a cafe, party, street, library. Okay, yes, understood. Then you have the setup. That could be a blind date, one-on-one, -on -one, or a party where your friends invite you for a purpose or set up a small group meeting with friends, and then whoopsie, he and she also came along. Aha, oh my gosh, yes, you too, oh my god, okay? Then you have the online dating. Obvious answer to this. And the last one, the TV. TV programs that you can meet a partner or your date could be first dates or love is blind or married at first sight or what's it called, um, love island or whatever there's out there, okay? Meh. So. It's bullshit when you say you cannot find love. It's fucking stupid. It's everywhere you go. 
And I believe that there is not one right person for you. So I don't believe there's the one. My reasoning is because I know there are soulmates, and soulmates are countless. We have the luxury to have two extra platforms, which is online and TV. I will be focusing on the online platform today. So I have used Tinder, Happen, Bumble, Badoo, and Breeze. Why was I so thirsty? It was a challenge experiment. Okay. Initially, I started the group podcast about love and dating, whereas one of the podcaster was supposed to start off with one app. He was very much anti-online, and since I already have Tinder, my challenge is to use other four apps. They all have a purpose, but your goal not necessarily match with their purpose. I feel like people download because people talk so much about it that you just want to experience yourself. There are two outcomes when using the app first time: either you hate the idea of online dating even more. Or you change your mind that the profiles you see is like, oh, it's pretty cool actually. I'm going to continue using it. Of course, there are algorithms behind it. Oh, by the way, you can even see Instagram as another dating app. Sometimes I get messages from people who found me from Tinder but text me on Instagram, and sometimes a total stranger who stumble upon my account and like my display. I don't know if that person scrolls to find a suitable profile. So in this sense, it's filtering again, just like on Tinder, you filter profiles. Which one do you like? Instagram,、uh, Tinder, whatever. It's you know filtering. Gosh, what if people actually use Instagram as a new dating app? Shit, it. W- I wouldn't be surprised though, because TikTok, Reels, and Twitter also take over some sort of fraction on Instagram. So I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, guys! Like, if anyone is starting this shit, <laughs> no. Okay, I thought of it just now, but I'm not starting this shit. Okay, mail me when you did this. I want to know the results. Okay. So, what are the differences and experiences with all these dating apps? Firstly, let me just say my longest relationship is seven years with Tinder. Happy anniversary, babies! Whoever got matched with me. <laughs> okay, now the real differentiating. Each app will get their turn. Secondly, just defending myself that I don't use four other apps anymore. It was a lot of hard work and dedication. I spent for every app like ten minutes, nearly a day. <sighs> okay, so some basic information that all dating apps have in common that I will not be talking about. Those are. The chosen visible genre that you choose, the age range, and your likes. Okay, from here on, I will distinguish each app. What makes them so special? You have Tinder. First of all, Tinder is really handy if you don't know your purpose. Besides looking for dating or hookups, you can also look for a travel companion, friends, smoke buddy. I even saw profiles who use dating apps to promote their photography work. I like the flexibility of Tinder. I have known Tinder seven years. I have seen their progress, and they are doing really, really great. They have many options and informations, and the way they displayed it is really clear. And navigating is super easy. It's not just a simple dating app. They really made it as if it's like an Airbnb. Like take it, take them seriously, though. Then the next one, the app Happen, has more of a serious side of the people. They seem more mature. The the display of profile is bigger. It takes up your entire screen, so it feels like more like in your face, like you know, face to face. 
You only get profiles when you cross each other's path and it shows how often as well. The good thing about Happen is that uh, you have two mailboxes. One of all the matches you have uh, in the chats and then the other one is sometimes you get messages from people prior to you liking them so you can see their text messages. Now the next one, Badoo has a great idea of showing two ways on displaying profiles. One is to swipe, just like Happen and Tinder. And the second one is you can scroll down through the profiles to scan even faster. So you can skip a bunch of profiles to see which one really pops up. So that's kind of nice, but it's a lot of things going on on a screen. I used Badoo the least. Now the next one, Bumble, on the other hand, is very relaxed. Bumble derives from Bumblebee, focus more on finding friendship as well as dating. But here is the difference between all the other apps. Woman has to text first. If the woman doesn't text within 24 hours, then the match will be uplifted. Now, how does it work with women on women? That I do not know. I only have my setting to see men profiles only, okay? So I cannot say anything. But the display is also very pleasant, similar to Tinder. And the last one I will be sharing, the app is called Breeze. It's a very uprising app. Their strategy is way more straightforward. You get a few profiles seen every 24 hours. You take profiles more seriously. You are not allowed to text at all and you lay down 5 euros for paid drinks in advance. This is ideal for people who have little time or don't like texting first as a get to know. This app is very unique, it's a really good concept, but it does not excite me because it feels so serious and you have to be really strict on the profiles. Because once you both say yes, a serious commitment is made. And because you pay the 5 euro, then you take the appointment more seriously. You understand why you only get several profiles a day, because, or else you'll be full of bookings, okay? Talking from an artist's view, I find that product design plays a big role as well. The size of the space used, colors, amount of buttons per screen, da -de da -de da I will give you an example. If you look at Tinder, Tinder used pinkish color. The color conveys more sweet, romance, flirty, while Happen uses blue. It conveys trust, maturity, serious, and with Badoo, it uses red and purple, which is for me like, huh? Like it's not romantic, it's more like a hookup and it's mysterious like that, okay? It, do it, it doesn't feel pleasant for me. And with Bumble, it's yellow. Very sunny color, expect relaxing, happy mood only, no hurry, go with the flow. And Breeze has very little to no color. It's very static because it shouldn't show off a certain expectation. So that was that, the difference of some dating apps. But there are more, but these are just the apps that I've used as an experiment. There's more such as Inner Circle, Hinge, etc. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> Sorry, if you hear noises, then that's the little chi chewing on his bone. So anyways, uh, funny, when I was experimenting the five apps, I recognized a lot of profiles who use other dating apps as well. Maybe they are also experimenting, but I doubt that. What would you do if you stumble upon an acquaintance of yours? I would dodge it. 
swipe right, swipe the fuck right. I don't want to start a conversation. I don't want to give you bad, like the wrong ideas. Years before I swiped left because I thought it was funny to like each other, but no, biash. What are you going to achieve with this? Anyways, this message is not important here. So I got to tell you something on the day. It's not important either, but it's linked with the many purpose of the dating app. So especially with Tinder, there's a lot of purposes. So uh, on the day I flew to France this week, I had time to work on the podcast. This episode talking about dating apps, right? So then I had a little time. I need to check my Tinder to see, you know, uh, some. I need to do some analysis. And I did swipe some profiles. And because I thought, you know, you're at the airport, people come and go. If I match, whatever, I'm not going to see them ever again. Might as well swipe. A minute later, I got this match. And he said, hey, if we meet, I want to hear all your podcasts. And I was like, who is this again? Like, if you're going to meet me, like, where are you? At at the airport? So, yeah, he was at the airport and he was in this six-hour transit. So, ding, you guessed it right. So, we met up and then we were sharing our stories. It was pretty cool, though. It's, it's super spontaneous and the experience was pretty cool, but it was super short. Never done this before. Um, he neither. And at the end, he asked if he could kiss me on the mouth. And I said, no. So, you okay, little G? Okay. The little G is called Ollie, Oliver. So, um, anyways. So, I used Tinder to link up with other backpackers when I was traveling in New Zealand years ago. So, you see, this is another purpose on using Tinder as well. In the period that I was traveling in New Zealand, I didn't really care how people would look like, I guess. I just checked to see if they look reliable and trustworthy. Sure, it could be dangerous um, to, you know, meet people in a different country, but I use my instinct and read messages carefully. And there is this match I had as well in New Zealand. Um, I thought, you know, we can meet each other, maybe we can help each other, we can travel together, whatever, and meet other people along, blah, blah, blah. And he was long in New Zealand, and so he introduced me to other people as well. Uh, we're still friends. We live apart, but we remain contact. We're, we're super cool. But looking back at the phase, traveling and being open to connecting really helped understanding people's choices. And I have become socially smart as well. So, this is what I'm trying to say about Tinder. Tinder has one purpose, but the goal of the clients really varies. It's really broad. So, see? Sure, other dating apps have the same encounter, but Tinder is super chill. Though I am a loyal client of Tinder, I should get some kind of reward for this. Or I should work for them. Like, consider Tinder neighborhood photographer. I see good and bad profiles. I know some people try to show their goal with their photos, they they think it works. But seriously, there is a whole algorithm behind that. For real, remember when I mentioned about the group podcast uh, and one of my co-star really doesn't like online platform and as a challenge, he had to start off with one. The variety of photo he uses was not bad, but it just, it he looked frozen on the picture. So it made him feel really insecure and the amount of matches he has is 
Not much is what he told me. So he asked me for help. Tinder expert and a photographer, what more do you want? So we did the little photo shoot and since then he got four times more matches than, than before. He asked, how does an attractive profile look like then? Okay, so for me, I find that there are four criterias what you need to know about profiling yourself. First one, the order of your photos. Secondly, the type of photos you use. Three, the amount of photos. And four, the info around the photo. If you want to convey trust, openness, fun, and reliable, someone who you know you are dealing with, then these are the general photos you should have. Let me be straightforward. Online dating app is all judging book by its cover and back cover as well. I'm serious. How else are you supposed to choose? Might as well go on dates with everyone if you're so nice. I'm not nice. If the book cover looks good and the back strip gets your attention, then yeah, you open the damn book and then read. A lot of work goes into the book layout and design. So, back to the point, you need a picture of your half body, full body, uh, a picture with your friends, with your hobby, and on your holiday. Don't ever start your photo with a group photo. Don't start like... Okay, who am I talking? I just, just do you, okay? In any case, try rearranging your photos and see what will work and how that change the amount of matches you get. Informations around the pictures, captions, studies, and what work for you as well. You don't have to fill everything out, but some is enough. In general, you want to convey that you are reliable and fun. Whatever your goal is, display your profile in that way, okay? Right, Sean's boring, okay. I will share the best pickup lines I have received so far. Remco, he said, what is the best pickup line that you've received so far? Funny, those are the exact two sentences. Okay, anyways, here are some standard pickups lines that I also get. Jeroen, he said, ich find Chant charmant. In English translated, he's saying, I find Chant charming. So this is the um, playing with words and pronunciations. Paul, he said, I find your looks enchanting. And then he said right after, should I walk myself out the door after this line? Martin, he said, your dark skin will compensate with my white boyish. Antonio, he said, are you an artist or are you a piece of art? And Luke, he said, understanding Shant. So you have a total manual book about you. And this one, I'm dead tired of hearing these questions. Like, please stop asking me this or anyone this. Olaf, he said, you probably hear this a thousand times, but just curious, still gonna ask, what are your roots? I have heard this so often, I never hear a dark-skinned person ask a white person what are your roots? Saying hi or how was your day is even better opening line than where do you come from or what are your roots? Seriously, it's not original. I like, uh, okay, I'm not gonna go into discussion. Here's another pickup line. Uh, this one is really extreme. I couldn't find this match, but it for sure got engraved in my brain. He said, is your pussy as tight as your eyes? Yeah. I could just... <sighs> yeah, that. Anyways, so there are more, but I'll stop it here. 
early in the podcast, I have mentioned that I had dating phases, right? I meant online dating phases. So my first year, I for sure had a goal. I wanted to find a boyfriend and stories told me Tinder was a perfect start. I really enjoyed you using Tinder. And second phase, I gave up on finding boyfriend and maybe for like the sex. Now that goal failed as well. I wasn't comfortable. I was even a virgin still. So I don't know how I thought you like, no, just, just use Tinder for the sex while I'm a virgin. It, it, it's possible, but no, it wasn't really cool. Anyways, third phase, I was swiping for the looks. Fourth phase, I was finding traveled friends because I was traveling in New Zealand. Fifth phase, I was finding friends after that because I was more comfortable and I was still looking, meeting people and stuff. And then this, what is her? Come on. Sorry, the dog. I'm just holding his chewing bone and he's just <laughs> chewing on it. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, where was I? Uh, sixth phase, I think. Uh, I just wanted to waste time, any moment of the day, I really didn't care. And then the seventh phase is, you you see where it goes. And now, the eighth phase is probably where I am at now. It's the phase where I really don't care anymore. I think I know it all, I've seen it all. i am used the platform for the heck of it. I'm no longer nervous going on dates anymore. It's like meeting your friends. Like it's fun, yay! But it's you know you're not you're not gonna make my heart pound. Uh. Uh-uh. But in general, I find that dates I've been on never scared me. For some people, this is really scary and nerve wracking. It has a lot to do with your character and lifestyle exposure as well. I'm very open. I'm so open because I know I can stand my ground. So one of the big questions I still have to answer is: What are my future dating platforms? Well, I still have Tinder on my phone, but I won't be taking it seriously anymore or spending hours on the app. No joke. The first year I used Tinder, I was swiping hours and they even notified me that I used up all my swipings. I think they took that setting off. Um, I'm still meeting people on the street, parties work, so don't get me wrong, I still use other platforms, but I'm very content right now. I'm not going to ask people for contact anymore. The different platforms for dating and or meeting people increased slightly, but the chance on meeting people to date is equally big. But life is not mathematically based on chances. If you find more relationship from dating apps, then that's fine. Some people find relationship from TV shows. Life is not math, but we have the luxury that there are more platforms to use and, well, the chances, you never know the chances, actually. So, next week I will continue on the different dating platforms focusing on open contact, setups, and TV. Online dating is finished. So, what do you think of my summary of dating apps? Do you still want to try it out or you think, nah? If you don't have time and you want to date without texting, go for breeze. If you want to date your neighbors, go for happen. If you are indecisive, go for Tinder. If you want dominant women, check out Bumble. Remember the anti-online dating podcast co-star of mine? He didn't delete Tinder either, so... (laughs) Let me know if you want to build your dating app profile picture. No joke, just go to your sister or female friends, they'll help you out. This is enough for today. I'm a couple of days in France right now, I'm going to the hammock. What are you guys' plan upcoming week? Do some dumb activity with that smart brain of yours. Ride or die, take a sip or get whipped. 
Have a nice day. Have a nice week. Have a nice weekend. You'll hear from me soon. Tschüss.